Hello, everybody. Um, what I've got is a is a, a very very broad subject, and what I'm going to do is I've talk a little bit about my background to help you understand where I'm coming from. Talk about networking generally, just for a couple of slides. Then go into the Oxfordshire offering on networking, and then go into UKTI, which is the major offering from the UK on on how they support businesses on international networking. So, first of all, myself. Strategic development, Women Limited. Where, where I am there is helping small SMEs actually put in their application to UKTI, um, finance, etc. My healthcare company, I've worked um, for, for many years on a small family business, business I inherited when my, my late father um, passed away. And in that, I've been to the States to explore connections with America and to China to look at um, sourcing and making products over in China. Uh, Non-exec director Meeson Williams, they're a property um, specialist, uh, commercial uh, property company, uh, chartered surveyors and the like, and we've been helping companies move into the area with that, international companies moving in. Institute of directors, well I'll cover that in a minute anyway. Uh, I host an organisation bringing all the business organisations together every few weeks. The local enterprise partnership I'll cover in a little bit more detail as we go through. And in my past life, I was the main partner on the international network, which is one of the the 15th largest in the world in terms of size of networks of accountants. So that took me to quite a few places around the world, including addressing conferences in Hong Kong and the like. Um, Fredericks, I'll mention just briefly, not because it's particularly networking, but it, it's just out of interest. They um, ha had uh, in the growth fund 1.8 million uh, announced, I think it was yesterday or today in the news, which they hope to leverage to 5 million, which isn't your archetypal finance for a technology company, but it's for very, very early stage help for businesses, and I just mentioned that in passing. Um, as you can see, I wear a fair few hats. That, in case you won't see, it's not me on the slide, but I do seem to wear quite a few hats. Oxfordshire knows you're here. That was one of the one part of my title. Um, I asked, does it really? Because Oxfordshire has about 17 to 90 different help organisations, as Plastic and Contet can confirm when I get my words together and indeed the university knows as well to its cost. It's very difficult finding your way through those networks in Oxfordshire and your best route is to connect with people that have already been through that trawl and they can help direct you and assist you try to find the right place. Um, obviously if you're already on a business park they already have their networks that can help considerably. If you're in a specialist sector uh, and again, I'll come on to that in a minute as well, but there are all ways in which you're immediately catapulted into a help organisation. But if you're not, then it can be a slightly longer haul. You need to be careful who you choose to actually do your networking internationally as well. Um, the previous slide made reference to good and bad networking. Uh, and in my experience, networking is a tricky thing. Plassey Blesser has... Is, is brilliant at it, it comes completely naturally to her. But that's not for everybody, they're not like that. It can be hard work for some people. I remember going into a room as a, uh, a young green behind the ears accountant and going up and sort of sh shaking hands with people that I'd not met before and try, trying to make it work. And, and once you get the hang of it, it's fine, but it, you know, it, it is something you, you, you can struggle with. So choose the person carefully. Um, it could be language skills that they've got. It, it, it could be um, a knowledge of culture. Um, streetwise, just, just generally streetwise. Um, I was at a session the other day where a company trading in the Far East 
made the comment, in fact, I think it was China, and I apologise to any Chinese um, citizens in the audience, but they as a company destroyed their laptops and their um, memory sticks when they came back from China as a policy because they had discovered that over 50% came back with um, a virus or some form of um, um, uh, software on there that, that could be used against them. So you have to be very careful. Uh, research, research the markets. If you're going in, into an overseas um, country, you've got to research it really well. The pricing could be completely different, so you've got to look at pricing. Your strategy could be in marketing, and the media you use to market a product could be completely different. And, and then another interesting one I picked up on was making sure you're not ahead of the game. Because if you're in a technology sector, you could be so far ahead in that country, they don't even understand what it is you're trying to sell. So there's quite a lot of legwork you've got to do, and I'll, I'll develop that as we talk through the slides. Who could lead and help you? Well, I put this up here. More to illustrate, it can come from any sort of direction. International networking is not something that's very easy. Um, uh, I've already mentioned business parks, universities, they can all um, provide you good leads in. Uh, there's an illustration at the end of my slides where uh, there's a business that's been trading for 25 years and they've used LinkedIn very successfully. So think laterally. Think outside the box when talking about in international networking. And um, you, 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 know, you, you don't know where that connection can come from. Accountants, bankers, lawyers. Banks have got their international side <coughs> well covered. Talk to the manager. He may well have good contacts because he's probably put another business through an international finance raising or, um, or, or help on finance in the past. Uh, talk to other professionals, lawyers. Like me, they could well be part of international networks. Um, through my time working with um, the international group, I, ha I have ended up with good friends in Germany, France, Italy, uh, China, US, Australasia. I had an email only last week from Aust Australia from one of the lead partners of a managing firm of accountants in Australia. Um, and they, in turn, can help connect you in those countries. So they can help your intelligence building, they can help you um, in a multitude of ways. And as I said previously, try and think outside the box. Business and trade organisations. Well, I've thrown a few strange words. There's the normal ones, there's the Institute of Directors, the CBI, the Federation of Small Business, the Chamber of Commerce. But then there's others, strange ones. If, you're, if you've got an agricultural chemical or something, then, then there's ones like the NFU and the CLA that are, are landowning associations. So again, think laterally. They may well have contacts in countries that you're looking to explore, be able to tell you where it's sensible to, to, to explore. Um, we've mentioned OBN, the Oxfordshire Bioscience Network, but there's cryogenic networks and so on and so forth. You've also got CBI with the sorry, Confederation of British Industry. They've got offices in China, India, United States, Belgium. The Thames Valley Chamber of Commerce are doing a Chinese trade event. We've got import and export documentation coming from them and translation services. Then there's the Town Chamber Network. We've got China, India and Turkey. And before I came along, I, I just pulled a few things that are coming off locally or, or events coming out locally. Um, which could be helpful. 
You've got our, our good selves, the, the um, IOD. We've got uh, trade events where we do meet our, our membership and Nominet, which is uh, the domain name company uh, based in, uh, on the business park in Oxford. We've got an, a, an evening there. Another co good company we're going to visit is the Solid State Logic Company and Anthony David, who's just across the way here, has, he does a lot of trade with China and that's his company we're going to be visiting in a few days. And that all helps build your connections and your network and people who may be able to help you. Other things, there's a, a security innovation exchange with USA, India and the UK taking place shortly, which the IOD are hosting. Um, so that's just IOD. Uh, if you look outside, if you're a member of the IOD, you can then join other network, other, other areas. You can, can list a couple of areas. So I just came away with the West Midlands brochure the other day, and there's a big article here on gaming and, and help with international trade with, on, on the gaming side, if you've got a gaming company. Um, when you talk about OTCN, the Town Chamber Network, um, they've got an event coming off shortly, and I can't find the bit of paper at the moment, but I will do. Um, and theirs is culture awareness, which is coming up. Thank you, Plassey. Um, so that's just, just a few of the different um, uh, business organisations and some of the events that they've got, or some of the events that we've got coming off locally. And, and then you may need to move out of this area to connect with something more specialist. Government help. Well, I'm on the executive of the Local Enterprise Partnership and I also sit on the Inward Investment Group, which is spending a lot of time developing our Inward Investment Offering for the county, which in turn is giving us links with trade delegations coming across from China and India and, the, and so forth. So there's people within that organisation, there's Dave Waller and Helen Ryan Wallace particularly, who are regularly coming in contact with international business coming into the county, but equally making contacts ex externally. You've got the economic development officers. We've got Steve here today somewhere. I've seen him in the audience. And there's Will Barton for uh, West Oxfordshire and Susan Malcolm on uh, Vale. Uh, they're all people who've got good contacts, can steer you in the right direction and help you in these things. You've got local councillors. Indeed, I had the had the pleasure of having lunch name-dropping with Mr Cameron two weeks ago and he spent a chunk of the lunch talking about Turkey and Libya and obviously they're areas that he's very keen on at the moment. Turkey was, uh, he was very animated about Turkey and Libya of course we're looking to put lots of contracts together to go into, in, into Libya. So if you happen to be in his constituency get in touch with his constituency office and see what, how they can help us. I'd now like to spend a few minutes on UKTI and how that will work for, for us all. Um, UKTI, uh, United Kingdom Trade and Investment, is very active and is likely to get more active. What you have is a group of people that, are, uh, that were originally helping us all with our, our exporting, but also now are dealing with the inward investment side of things. And it's all being brought together in a group um, who are going to be, they're going to be spending a lot of time in our county because uh, we have an enterprise zone now, as uh, the LEP was successful in obtaining that a few weeks ago, which means that we've got to generate over 8,000 jobs on that enterprise zone in quite a quick period of time. Well, well how are we going to do that? Well, it's going to be, a lot of it's going to be through international connections. So again, um, UKTI genuinely is 
a very good starter for TEM when it comes into this, and I'm going to develop that a little further. They're looking together, at the moment, I know for a fact they're putting together joint contracts. So where we're going into Libya or other countries where there's large projects, we're looking to put together um, some uh, uh, packages, offerings, to go out and sell into those, into those countries. Uh, Nick Baird, the chief executive, was here this week, and the two local contacts, Lewis and uh, uh, Angus, are the ones I know, but other people will have different contacts. And again, um, uh, Plas is nodding her head because they're all names she recognises, I expect. Fiona Jefferson covers the north of the county. Well, there we go, because I haven't met Fiona. Um, before I carry on, I'm talking at great speed at the moment. Um, Please feel free to chip in and, and, and um, uh, uh, fire any questions or uh, pick me up on anything as we're going forward. The, the next slide just illustrates who your local health is. Um, that's based down in Fairham. They also now link up very effectively with other business organisations. For instance, when um, uh, Nick was here this week, he brought with him a representative from Biz, which is the government central office, um, and Ian Coates is a character that's regularly in the county now meeting people um, and, and trying to understand what's going on. So they'll help you link in with other people. Um, they've even had me talking. I, I, I once had to give a session on trade with Ireland um, for them. So you know, they are around and they're holding lots of events in the county. Indeed, at the back of the room, I've put together a, a selection of packages uh, sorry, a selection of leaflets, um, predominantly UKTI, there's some IOD leaflets there, uh, and there's some help sheets from the IOD which go to their website, etc. But the ones I specifically was going to draw reference to today were the UKTI ones. Um, indeed, UKTI have a session coming up in just a few weeks at the Holiday Inn in, in, in Oxford on winning and delivering business overseas. But the leaflets help you, there's guide. There's a guide to the workshops and seminars, but there's also leaflets on passports to export, uh, a guide to their services, um, and a number of others which I've managed to lose in, in shuffling all the papers together. Uh, but they're at the back of the room, so feel free to have a browse after we've finished and pick those up, because UKTI genuinely are probably one of your major ways of really learning how to, to develop the network. They have a, a, a panel of advisors who all, who all have a very successful track record. Um, they include marketing, regional specialists, um, they've got people with obviously with knowledge of the countries you're looking to get to, language support um, uh, and so on. Well, one of the only criticisms I've heard is if you have a particularly specialist product it's worth spending a bit of time helping them understand that product because they can struggle times to grasp what it is you're about. Um, I'd now just going to put up a list of the services um, that, that uh, they offer. Um, forgive, forgive the little um, pictures etc. I did go to Getty Images and, and pull down very effective uh, images but th they then sent me a little email saying that'll be £300 if you're going to use those in a seminar so I decided I'd have to go onto Google and go back and pick up my images elsewhere. Um, but uh, th th this, this is their full list of their, um, their, their offering. Um, how am I doing for time? Uh, that's fine. I'll be there before you. Um, so uh, that's their full offering. What I understand, however, is one of their, their introduction, and this is what I've done with a, a number of uh, people I've been helping, 
is their OMIS, their Overseas Market Introduction Service. Now, that's what it does. It builds up a tailored network of support, strategy, they'll warm up leads, they'll set you up appointments, and they'll help you with comp list, um, understanding and comp competition and the regulations in your target country, and it's tailored to your needs. What, what I've also done is just put together for you the actual form. I have a copy of the form here. It's some four pages, which, which we filled in in the past for people. Um, it's not too onerous. It's actually quite a good exercise because it makes you think about exporting and it, 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 it raises a few issues as you actually go through the process. But that's what they'll ask you to complete for the introduction service effectively. And it's like, a bit like joining a club. I think once you're in, you're in and, and you get more than you might have bargained for in my, my uh, experience. Cost-wise, what they're talking about is a starting level of £500 to £10,000 for this OMIS service. So it's a big, big range of, of, of fee level. Um, normally, it's about £1,000, as I understand it. But as I say, once you're in, they're there and they give you an awful lot of support. Has anybody had any direct dealings with UKTI? Stuart, would you like to give a bit of feedback? I, I was just thinking, listening to you actually, that um, <coughs> in a previous life um, in a startup, we used the MS service oh, at least twice, probably more than that, I can't quite remember now. Um, and I think I doubt that, although, although initially we sort of had a few doubts about whether we actually ended up getting any tangible benefit for what to us was still a moderate size of, you know, slug of money, um, we did actually find it extremely useful. Um, and I forget what we paid, but I think we were paying maybe 1,500 quid um, to get um, a brief report with well information, but probably more importantly actually was the connections to individuals. Yeah, I so think it is. I, I would certainly yeah, consider using it again. Anything from the lawyers in the room? Have they had any experience of that? Or What about the intellectual property issue I raised? Does it, do any of the lawyers have any comments on that, on that side of it all? One of the best bit of feedback I heard on this was, for goodness sake, don't give away your secrets. I.e. that's your best protection, keep your mouths shut. Show them the product, but don't let them know how you got there. Um, and that way it does give you a little bit of protection of your intellectual property. But equally, when I attended the session in Hong Kong and, and shared a podium uh, with, with, because in, this was a couple of, two or three years ago actually, and they were paranoid about um, intellectual property being, being, being stolen. Um, and, 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 and the person giving the talk said, well, yeah, you know, we all talk about it, and, and yes, you see these rip-offs of um, uh, your, your designer ties and the like, but at the end of the day, uh, th th there is a wish from the people and the Chinese government and, and, and the Far Eastern governments to ensure that, that uh, there is a little bit of respect shown for, for international trade in that sense. So I don't think it's, it's, it's maybe horrendous. You've you, you just got to keep your secrets and, and get on and get on with the business. So this is a person I've got a lot of time for. He's somebody I've known for many years. And I said to Chris, I'm, I'm going off to do this session and just give me a few words of advice because he does nothing but export. And um, 25, nearly 25 years it's, it, it, it has been. Um, don't ask me what reactor technology for gas 
solid contact processes is because I won't be able to tell you in any great detail but he, he really has been there and he's got the t-shirt and you can see that he's used UKTI an awful lot in what he's done um, and interestingly enough he also used LinkedIn which we'd look, we're talking and leads into the sessions a little later or, or earlier, I forget which way around it is, um, on um, uh, building people who are selling into that particular market. So the modern web can help us on that as well. And hopefully then, reasonably on time, I can say, happy exporting. Answer to all our woes. There's a lot of hope finned on it. There's a hand going up for a question. So before I close entirely, then please... Well, thank you very much for listening to me. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.